Oh my goodness, this nigga's still talking. Welcome to the Just Talking Podcast. This is Nah. I'm just talking to you today. Man, oh man. In a different space, in a different area, in a different mindset to an extent, you know? Nigga's just chilling right now, man. A nigga is just chilling. How's your day been? Alright, I'm asking about you. Alright, uh, wait, wait, wait. Can y'all hear me? It's my, uh... As my volume levels satisfying you? I think that went lower. Hello, hello, I think that's the highest. Alright. I think this is good, right? <clears throat> so how y'all been? Now, I won't lie, when I told I told y'all I was uh I was gonna be doing a kiki the kiki palmer Jonah Hill, and then what was the last person's fucking? What was the last person's name? I don't even like. I mind you, I don't keep up with celebrities for real. All right, I was talking to somebody else, and um, we were just chatting, and they were like, "Oh wow, I don't keep up with. I don't really keep up with celebrities." I was like, "Nah, I don't either." Everything like I hear about dramas, but about their lives and itself, nah, I don't. I don't really get care about them personally, <laughs> especially most celebrities, like almost all celebrities. Um, I just feel like I got more shit going on with me. <laughs> you dig? But I am going to talk about the drama and controversy sometimes because it geeks. It geeks. Like, I won't. This whole Kiki Palmer joint, it was cr- it was funny just because like. When I had seen it, it was like in the morning. Like I hadn't been on Twitter the day before, the night before. So I hadn't seen it when it went live. But I seen it when everybody had woken up. Like everybody was for real, for real reacting to it. Because like, that shit was dangling over everybody on Twitter. For real. Like, you could not get away from it. You could not get away from it. It was crazy. And real quick, I'm just going, for each situation, I'm just going to lay down as much of the facts that I know. We'll also do maybe show a little bit of additional research for more. But we just gonna we gonna keep it simple, alright? Nothing crazy. We just wanna keep it simple. Real quick, I'm trying to find the last person, but I don't think I I don't think I got hers. Damn. Um, well, all right, well, to get, all right, so for the Kiki Palmer situation, right, essentially, this is what happened, uh, I got this article from entertainmentew.com, I don't know what this shit is, on Wednesday, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, Darius Jackson, that started this, sparked controversy by criticizing what she, a, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The way this joint is written is kind of crazy to me. Like, and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't really, I almost never read the articles because I don't need a, but like, it's just so crazy how a professional article is said, is, is being read. And it's like, on Wednesday, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, Darius Jackson, sparked controversy by criticizing what she, comma, a grown woman, comma, decided to wear. Like, did you think we didn't know she was a grown woman? Or are you just emphasizing that because it's so wild? So I already, like, just from the first sentence, I already know which side this article was coming from. <laughs> I won't lie. That's crazy. A clip circulating social media sees Usher serenading Nope actress who plays into the performance, sings along and dances with the There Goes My Baby singer. Palmer is dressed to the nines for the... Concert at Usher's Las Vegas Red... That was at his residency? That's crazy. <laughs> Usher's Las Vegas residency in a black bodysuit and sheer dress. 
The clip eventually reached Jackson, Palmer's boyfriend and the father of her child, who commented on Twitter, seemingly shaming Palmer for the outfit. Jackson quoted the video with the caption, It's the outfit, though. You a mom. Since commenting on the video, Jackson has been slammed on social media by fans calling him insecure, insecure and corny, but the fitness instructor continued to double down their remarks, saying, or tweeting, We live in a generation where a man of, of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase the booty cheeks to showcase booty cheeks to please others and he gets told how much of a hater he is jackson wrote in a follow-up tweet this is my family and my reputation i have standards and morals to what i believe i rest my case palmer has not publicly commented on the debate or responded to jackson's tweets reps for palmer did not immediately respond to ew's request for comment they're, now, to be fair, they have a highly private relationship. I'm reading as I continue down this article. And Palmer released her pregnancy during her SNL monologue, but otherwise shares few pictures of her boyfriend and son. Along the, alongside the first photo of her newborn, Palmer explained, I'm not hiding the world from my son. I'm hiding my son from the world, which I'm assuming is that uh, cringy-ass Um, Drake line, if I'm be honest, <laughs> uh, which which I will say does have credence. I I will say it does have credence in the sense of celebrity kids do face the um impact of um their parent celebrity status. To be fair, <clears throat> honestly, I could also tie in that. Adam twenty two. Yeah, we we going. This is gonna be a, a July where we just tied in all these knots. All right. So next, basically, uh, all right. I'll just run through what I think. All right. Cause it ain't, isn't that what we're here for? Isn't that what we're all doing here? Just waiting. But nah, dead ass. Oh, uh, well, I never even talked about the, because the funny part of this was just the fact that the Boondocks creator, <laughs> and this, this, I care about this more than the entire situation. <laughs> the Boondocks creator started um, responding to this, or one of the creators responded to this and was all like, this actually, this actually happened and that's why I was the inspiration for that Usher episode of Boondocks. And then he came, he, he talked on an interview and he was all like, yeah. This basically, basically what happened is that me and my wife or ex-wife were at, were at dinner. We were having, we were already uh, arguing, having issues. And then Usher walks in and her whole demeanor changes. She goes up to go and talk to him when we're supposed to be leaving and all that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like geeking. And then, and then videos and other stories start coming. And we find out this nigga Usher been, do, been doing this. He's been pressing people. All right. Now, all y'all people is all like, man, Usher just wants y'all wants to help y'all niggas. Usher just wants y'all to get married. Cause he cause he be asking niggas where the ring. Why ain't got a ring yet? And I'm gonna say this. Nah, this nigga's a villain. Why isn't Usher married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Y'all niggas were pulling y'all were pulling that card on Kevin Samuels saying that he shouldn't have to care about that because he not he not married. He he's not a he shouldn't be a part of that. Why is Usher? The nigga knows what he's doing. He knows he's being a villain. He enjoys that. All right. For what reason is that nigga walking, walking down, trying to touch girls? This nigga got six packs and shit. All right. Then nigga trying to do the same thing to Sweetie or what? Or one of those other? Uh, what are the? One of the? One of the Migos' girlfriends, I think. It was not Sweetie. It wasn't Cardi B. It was somebody. That nigga tried to do the same thing, and she was like, mm -mm, "I'm good." Cause she already was she. It just happened to Kiki, and this nigga was doing it again. All right, y'all niggas saying we should hold men accountable, but the but the men that the men that are the issue, y'all not trying to let them be accountable, cause they're hot, cause they can sing, cause they can dance. This is crazy. Chris Brown's still famous. Shout out now. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. All right, all right. Put the burner down. I'm done cooking. That's crazy. Turn the burner down. I'm done cooking. For real, for real. Um, a part of me, this is the like more conservative. The a part of me does agree that if you're in a relationship with somebody, 
and hear and hear what I'm saying. You're in a relationship with somebody. I do think what you wear to an extent either sh does show a part of how you got how both parties see their relationship, and especially if one party is not in agreement, that's an issue. Now, I don't know to what level Darius, this nigga Darius and Kiki are to be dead ass. But um, to my knowledge, at most they're just dating. So the wife shit is kind of is kind of drag. The girlfriend, I, I will say this this started the controversy where it was like you shouldn't give anybody wife privileges if you're not their wife and whatnot. And I'm just gonna say that now. That's her. Whoa, whoa. That's 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 crazy. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. Because why would I want to make you a wife if you can't even like you like? What are you talking about? What like what? And, and what is wife privilege just over quote unquote girlfriend thing? Like what are you what are you guys talking about? That's just one. That's just something that like somebody says, and then like they don't realize it because. Let's say a man separate, separated what, quote-unquote, husband privileges and boyfriend privileges were. I feel as though that would be, like, the dumbest thing to hear. Because then it'd be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I can't buy you that purse. Your, your spending limit as a girlfriend is only $50. That purse is $55. And we're not even talking about plus tax. We're just not even talking about plus tax. <laughs> like, 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 please, <laughs> please respect yourselves. That shit, that shit sounded stupid. But, um, yeah, I will say, and this is the thing that every, almost every single person who I know, for the most part, has said that aren't, like, be having issues with, like, women in general. <laughs> I think it shouldn't have posted about this. Like, this was not... I don't, and, and this, is, this is gonna feel like every single story since or past this, besides the Adam Twenty Two one, that nigga just wild. But um, I just don't understand why there has to be like a validation from social media or like not even validation, a conversation with social media about your relationship. And I feel like that's what. It feels like it's just divulging to. Because why the hell are you coming onto social media saying, but you're a mom though? Nigga, don't you have her number? Did you not know that she was going? I'll say this. I'll say this. Nigga, if you are, if you are together, did you not know that she was going and that's what she was going to be wearing? Or were y'all niggas beefing? And that's why she did that. Or, or, or. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. All right, let me cook, let me cook. I got something in the pot real quick. I got something in the pot. All right. Maybe. Like, this, at this point, I'm just naming situations, by the way. <laughs> like, possible, plausible situations. Like, because it's like, in my head, I don't understand how, if you guys are together. Like, that's what I'm saying. If they're not together, and she's doing this, nigga, yes, she's a mom. But it's not your place to respond on that. I feel like. If anything, that's something that's 100% a private conversation. This nigga just on some tip. And if anything, if y'all niggas seen the boondocks, it's basically what Tom was doing. That nigga was just on tip. All right. He was a little, he was a little bit gassing up the little usher joint. Like, I'm going to let you know. I won't lie. A chick, my chick gets starstruck depending on the star. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be on that shit. Like I'm a, I'm not gonna complain, but I'm a joke. I'm gonna piss her off a little bit with it because it's like if I was in the other situation, right, and Ice Spice came and she was just trying to throw it on me, freaking buck nasty style, I'd be the one in trouble. Fact, in fact, in fact, when Chance the Rapper was went to Jamaica, all right. And that nigga was getting, and he, when that nigga was put in a ass sandwich, all right, an ass sandwich, all right, that nigga was put in a ass sandwich. Everybody, like, before his wife even said anything, 
hella, hella Twitter people. All right. Hella Twitter people was on his ass attacking him, saying, mm, I thought he loved his wife. Ah! I thought he loved his wife. All right. Now, look. Then later, his wife actually did say something that was showing that there was an issue with it. My thing is that, in my belief, I don't believe, I always be believing in relationships. Like, I'm not going to judge somebody else's relationships because, especially famous people, I've been finding out more and more, these niggas is like, they just be on some shit. They be wild. Like, dead ass famous people do not be caring about y'all niggas shit. I don't know what you, I don't know what you want me to say to that man. Like, famous people are just different. In the sense of like, I've seen so much more. Like when I talked about the Adam Levine situation, so much more open relationships type stuff and things of that nature, or even like. Maybe not fully open, whether it's just one person only gets um to have the open relationship aspect or just um one or um it's not like they don't go all the way to that op- with that open relationship extent or maybe it's only like one partner that they both get all that's all that different type of stuff. So I don't really like I don't even like be guessing trying to guess with um. Those things. But, yeah, nah, the Kiki thing, I don't know. I feel like the man was definitely, the he was definitely dragging a little bit. I will sit here and say that if we're, if we're being dead ass and we're being honest, and we know with conventional knowledge, yes, regular moms, and that's why I'm saying regular moms, regular moms, like she's a celebrity, so it's more okay for them, all right? Y'all niggas were, re- y'all people with regular jo- jobs and regular things, all right, where they, where nowadays they care about their brand and they be firing people, all right, yes, that is not something that you should be wearing, like, I'm not saying anywhere, but like, to certain places, to certain things, yes, you can't just be wearing that shit, and, and then as a mom, you can, like, they're not letting you walk into a school just like that, like, can we, like to an extent, I can be like, that's, well, like, we can be dead ass, now, also, we can be like, that's a concert, nigga. And according to according to recent events, I don't even know that's your girl. Respectfully. Respectfully. But like that's why like that's why I'm like he addressed her as mom in the first one. He didn't he didn't say my girl, my my wife. Nah, he addressed her as just mom at first. And then he and then randomly, then nigga. She she gets she gets leveled up in the conversation. Okay, okay, my wife. Okay, okay, all right, fine, fine. Well, I'm just gonna be like that. Then for the Jonah Hill situation, all right, I'm gonna go in that order. Then we can talk about the bed bed joint. If we got time, we'll talk about the whole Adam Twenty Two joint. All right, so. This one really, really blew. This like when this joint came out, cause this came out hot, feeling like kind of hot off the Kiki Palmer joint. All right, and when this joint came out, it did kind of blow me because I was like, I don't, I don't even understand what the issue like, where like where people were like taking the girl side on this. Like for Kiki's, that 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 was easy enough. Like. And then number and number two, I'm not even gonna talk crazy about somebody else's relationship. That's simple enough. But for this one, it really blew me. And the way that people tried to use it just to fit that the narrative was kind of nasty at first. Like, especially at first. After that, I went and I started doing a little bit more deep dive into the term that really blew me, which was therapy speak. But um Let's say, let me, let's just bring it up. Basically, what it was is that Jonah Hill had a, has an ex, right? 
And she was a swimmer or a surfer, surf instructor, swimmer, all that. And that's actually how they like matched or started talking. Jonah Hill swiped uh, or messaged her on Instagram, replying either to her story or one of her pictures. And that's what got them to talk. After that, they dated for like about a year and whatnot. A year, like a little over a year and whatnot. And they were chatting. And... Essentially, after they, they already broke up, Jonah Hill already moved on. He's actually, I believe, married. I know that his wife actually, or wife slash girlfriend has also already had, they've had a kid. And they're together and happy. Then, his ex decides to release, the, to release this. And her words was that he abused her. Like, this was abuse. This was manipulation, gaslighting, and abuse. Those were her words. Number one, can we, can like, I, I'm going to really need people to like, if they're going, or like, if they're going to throw in such harsh accusations, and I'm not even a big Jonah Hill nigga, like, besides the 21, 22 Jump Street shit, I'm not even a big Jonah Hill nigga. I seen that shitty ass fucking movie he tried to make about him marrying a black fucking, a black girl and the issue, like that that was an ass movie, bro. I'm not even gonna like at least the trailer was terrible. Like, I'm not even a big Jonah Hill guy in this like this era of his like career. And like, god damn, like this this is a bad like what the fuck are you talking about? But basically, she does that. And my issue, my first issue is that there was for some reason off all those the people who immediately just jumped on her bandwagon, there was no pushback. On the word abuse and manipulation, and even to an extent, gaslight. And I think that was weird because within a year plus relationship, and she is bringing up screenshots that are out of order, out of context, and does not show the grander scope of the conversation. I'm going, and, and the worst part about it. As days went on and she continued to post screenshots, it actually looked dumber from her side, which we'll get into. We'll get into. But it was just it was just like the first day and the, 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 the therapy speak accusation kind of got me because I was very blown where it was like because the idea of therapy speak apparently is the concept that it's possible that or essentially the way therapists talk to um, their clients in order to, I guess, convince them, enlighten them, help them through certain things is through it is through a, I guess, a very common voice and a deliberate, a very set, deliberate set of words that are meant to not trigger and to an extent kind of make people like, like help them do or realize something, right? And in that sense, it can still be used in order to manipulate, quote unquote, people into doing something. And I will say that at first I was like more against, and it's because the first, the first person who I heard talk about this was actually fucking dumb. Like I'll just say, I'll just say it as simply as it is. It was dumb. Let me see. Found it. I'm looking on this Abba and Preach video. Um, I'll read some of the text messages as well. I'll read it real quick. The first one was... Plain, the first one that she posted, and she said, fuck it. it this is the text message, and it's all Jonah. Plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundary boundary lists in inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places from wild recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectable. I am not the right then I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it. There will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. And you see, the problem with me, the problem 
because this is the text that people were using to say it was therapy speak because they're saying that it was an inappropriate use of boundaries. And my issue with this is because is that is that last fucking sentence. My boundary my these are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Like when I and a, and a good amount of guys read read it, we don't just think. Like I said, she's a surfer and everything. We don't just think, oh, this came out of nowhere because this is not. It wasn't like, oh, it was immediately when they started dating or nothing. December second, twenty twenty one. It seemed like there was a good amount of time into a relationship, and with the last fucking joint, my boundaries based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. I will say that it wasn't just like. Oh, nothing happened. This nigga decided that. Obviously, shit happened. And that's why I was there. And, and this is what I'm saying, bro. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm specifically talking to the guys. To the niggas, bro. I'm, 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 I'm specifically talking to you guys. Because I can't talk from a female perspective. However, as a guy, are you, are you going to tell me that... Um, a girl, if if you're following a certain girl, if a girl, if a random or a girl randomly met or girls randomly be messaging you or texting your your like or message or commenting certain things on your your post, your girl, none of all your girls are just chill with that. Look, look, and and look, if if she is, that's fine. All right, you got that means you're winning, king. Like. A hundred percent. However, from what I see, because even if these are all insecurities, I feel as though in most relationships, you're supposed to work through insecurities together. Whether that means trying to limit the things that you do that may make your partner feel insecure. Or... Trying to reason with them why that shouldn't make them insecure at all. I don't understand why, for some reason nowadays for guys, that's not as allowed. Or at least it's not seen as that. Um, He then continues, Jonah then continues saying, take some, and this is again, random screenshots. Doesn't show any of the conversation or any of the actions that he is specifically talking about but he says take some accountability and operate with respect it's that simple because i'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture that con that contest in that place that contest in that place because i'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture that contest in that place so uh, and i assume this was the commas besides all those because I deserve respect, period. I've been more than patient, and then shit like this is still here. Fuck that contest, fuck that place, fuck not respecting me, always in every situation within surf culture, or you don't get it. And you don't get me, it's hurtful and unacceptable to me. Get it, I don't know if you get it or care, or give a shit about that shit more than me, even after Dr. Stern has said it loud and clear. And Dr. Stern, she ends up saying within her story post, Dr. Stern is a couples therapist that they've been seeing once a week for about four months. And then this is where the stupid, this is a TikTok therapist. And I'm going to show you a YouTube therapist that I actually respect and actually said it in a way that I understood. I'm a therapist, okay? This is Abba. Yeah, this is Auburn Jonah Preach. Hill was using therapy speak to control his girlfriend, Sarah, his now ex-girlfriend. And it's important that we go over this misuse of therapy language, which is kind of a thing these days, and how it can be super problematic as it masks controlling behavior under a commonly accepted positive concept, in this case, boundaries, making it harder for the person on the receiving end, Sarah, to challenge it. Okay, so Jonah is basically telling his professional surfer girlfriend, I am not going to be with you if you surf with men, have boundaryless friendships with men, model, post pictures in a bathing suit, or post... Mind, mind you, mind, mind you, this nigga skipped over the word boundary, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men. All right. 
Because this nigga doesn't see the point of, in highlighting it. And look, I'm not here to say that there are men that do not take their insecurities over, like, over the wall and do that stupid shit. No, that's not what I'm arguing. Because I would argue that there's also some women that do that. And, like, what... I don't understand why we why people want to argue extremes and argue like that's the case for everything. It's not. That's it. Suggestive pictures and are friends with women who are in unstable... Mind you, this nigga also... Jonah Hill said sexual pictures. This guy says suggestive pictures. If, if anything, I would argue you're using therapy speak, nigga. Why are you... Why, what the fuck are you talking about? Places. He goes on to say that these are my boundaries for a romantic relationship. Jonah's use of the term boundaries in this message is a misuse of the concept. A boundary is a healthy limit a person sets for themselves to protect their well-being and integrity. All right, and why would you argue that that isn't a protection of his integrity is my issue. That, that's, why do you think that's not a protection of his integrity? What do you think integrity means? What do you think his integrity it is a rule yes. or guideline that one creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for others to behave towards them and how they'll respond when someone passes those limits. However, in the message Jonah sent to Sarah, he is not setting boundaries that protect his emotional well-being. Instead, he is dictating what behavior... Mind you, this nigga also said integrity, but now he's only saying it's emotional. And I would argue, and this is for a lot of guys that aren't cucks, shout out Adam... <laughs> I would argue <laughs> that emotionally, nigga, <laughs> niggas can't take like <laughs> that Boondocks episode with the Usher shit. There was that waiter that when when Tom's wife went up and started talking to to Usher, that nigga was all like, mm, "Wouldn't let that shit happen to me." I uh, I'll let you know, nigga. Like just like how a girl's emotional well being would be tied if a guy was cheating, a guy's emotional well being would be tied to a girl who's cheating. And look, even if you're saying cheating might be too far and nobody was cheating in this situation, you can understand that how close slash far that, th that is. Because you got to keep in mind, some people don't see office flirting as cheating. Some people do. ...and friendships Sarah is permitted to have. He's essentially instructing Sarah on who she can be friends with, what she can do professionally. All right. Again, she he says the, he's instructed Sarah on who can be she can be friends with. No, he is not. He quite clearly said you can go still hang out hang out with your past friends. However, doing something buck wild with them is crazy. Like that, that's the, what he says. He said beyond coffee, lunch, like he quite literally makes sure that he he notes that it, it, it'd be something crazy that he's not okay with. And how she can show up online. This is not an example of healthy boundary setting. Instead, it reflects an attempt at control. It demonstrates a lack of respect for... And look, I guess I'm going to be the one that says it here. Marriage is a balance of powers, therefore a balance of control. Sarah's a... Alright, marriage, relationships, all of that. Balance of powers, therefore a balance of controls. That's why you end up where even friendships where you can, you can, where some people can argue where there's a quote unquote leader because one person just then tends to be the one that takes control. Economy and individuality. A boundary doesn't just have to be about yourself. It can be about your relationship. It can be about your kids. It can be even about your property. It can be about a different. This place. is Abba from you guys Abba and Pooch. If you guys are seeing somebody, you're in a relationship and you find out your partner is still having constant conversations about, with their ex about your current relationship. A lot of people gonna feel uncomfortable with that. And you right? That's another one. If your partner, if your partner is talking to their ex, right, about your current relationship, y'all not getting not you're not, you're not getting tight. What are we talking about? Like you say, this I'm not down with that. That's a boundary. It's okay to say that. People talk about autonomy, autonomy. This is where like this feminist lingo goes a bit full retard. When you get in a relationship, I don't even think it's feminist lingo. I, I'm I'm gonna take it upon myself where now I'm not even gonna refer to the newer way because this is what I'm saying. I agree with first, second. I would I don't know whether this is fourth wave or still within third wave. If this is still within third wave, then I don't agree. But I agree when I looked into some of the research, I actually do agree with. 
with third wave feminist lingo, I would argue I don't agree with fourth wave. Because fourth wave, along with other movements, just are full of people who are extremists. And when when groups live together, there has to be an idea of various compromises until the ultimate goals can be reached. The lack of being of a willingness to even see compromise, I think, is an issue. Therefore, I would argue that along with just dumb people ruining movements and those movements being afraid to cast out those dumb people who are ruining their movements. And that's within the black movement, BLM, and within other movements that technically, since I'm not really in those groups I can't directly say but we know you can probably guess a few of them I feel as though the 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 fact that we just have to say that have to ignore it but then for some reason the other side thinks it's fit to call out the extremists again on the other end of the spectrum I think is very bad for discourse you guess what there are certain things you just can't do anymore what those things are will depend on how you negotiate that with your partner, mm. right? But that's why I said balance of powers, balance of control, negotiations. I've always and and, and this is a nasty word for it. I, I just say it because of geeks. In a relationship, y'all niggas are training each other. And for a successful relationship, it has to be successful training to the other purpose person's habits, ideas, way of thinking, and everything. Because you got, you guys are coming from different backgrounds, even if you guys are like, you could argue even people from the same cultures are still different enough to where that would that would matter. So I don't, there's just a lot of that that I don't think people understand. There's gonna be certain things you can't do no more. So what was the list here? Surfing with men. Okay, so she's a surfer, he doesn't feel comfortable surfing men. On most occasions I would say like, why is that a boundary you would be setting? But I also don't know the context of the relationship. Has yep. she slept with a bunch of these guys? Mm-hmm. Has she been sending flirty messages really going back and forth mm-hmm. in the past, right? People flirt with a lot of the people that they work with or do mm-hmm. something. I don't know. I'm not saying that is what happened. What I'm saying is we don't know what the, what the confines of the dynamic is like. Um, and mind you, she doesn't show it. Like, if I'm going to be saying some shit, I'm going to show proof. It's like, it is, it is obvious admit, admission of facts. Like, she's not even like... Because later... Oh my God! Later, when she starts posting more, like th- these guys did their video kind of early. They didn't do it. They didn't do it when Boundary, she was still boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men. Why is he saying that? Maybe those men are sending messages that are completely inappropriate to somebody in a relationship. You should be able to have male friends, but if they're sending messages to like, like that to you, can you not understand why a partner might feel some type of way? Or maybe saying, the opposite is true. Maybe she's had these friends since childhood. There's never been anything weird, mm-hmm. and Jonah's just mad insecure. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but neither do any of you at home. Nobody knows. That's the reality. Jonah's message is more about... All right. And that is the key thing. All right. I'm not here sitting here pretending like I know the situation. In fact, I brought up multiple situations that it could be. I even said, maybe this nigga's insecure. Like, mad insecure. And at that point, I don't... My advice to people who are with an insecure partner is to leave that insecure partner. Therefore, if he is telling you that it is okay for you to leave the relationship and he respects your decision, restricting Sarah's behavior to suit his comfort levels and insecurities rather than expressing his feelings or needs in a healthy manner. A healthier and less manipulative approach might be for Jonah to express how Sarah's actions make him feel without using ultimatums about what she should or should not do. Side How do you know that conversation didn't happen? Apparently these people have been going to therapy. How do you know it just started with an ultimatum? This was like four months. Uh- how do you know this is born from insecurity, not from the fact that Sarah can be flagrantly inappropriate? I'm not saying it's not insecure, but how do you know? How does anybody know? That's why I'm confused when this whole thing fucking unfolded. Because I'm like, I don't know these people. Y'all don't know these people. So why is everybody being a TikTok detective like they've been sniffing blues clues and got all the answers? I think he did a pretty good job. My boundaries are this. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Isn't that what we wanted? People to express themselves? 
people to be able to just say what they want, not keep that inside, not bottle up. That's what he did. Now, Sarah has a choice to stay or to get. That's it. Yeah, but they're probably going to say that ultimatums are manipulative or controlling. Sure. And I don't think it's a bad thing. You know what? Yes, you're right. But it's not inherently bad. It's not inherently bad. Because at some point, if you keep fucking up, someone's going to get. And then it's okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? If you keep doing this shit, I'm going to get. I'm going to leave. Well, that's an ultimatum. And that's an ultimatum. And I think I think an ultimatum is valid. If you get in a relationship and then you keep your, your online account of, of Tinder or whatever open, because someone might give you an ultimatum to shut that shit down. And I think it's valid. All right. Okay. And that's that's really all of that. I will say I do like a specific YouTuber. I watch her stuff quite a lot. Um, her name is Anna Psychology. Um, I feel like I've been watching her for over a few years at this point. Like, obviously not like... I haven't been super duper watching her stuff for over years. But I will say it has been more than a year. And I... Because I'll... If I see something that just interests me, like, intellectually, or <laughs> I'll watch it. I don't really care. So this was what he, this is, she talks about, the, her video is titled, Let's Talk Represent, Rep, Weaponization of Therapy Speak. Hi, I'm Anna. And, and within this video, I, because I don't know if I'm going to be playing this whole thing, because we still have at least one more topic, if not two more, if I can fit the Adam-22 situation. Um, We still have one at least one more topic and i don't want this to go on too long this is just this was interesting for me because i had already watched that abba and preach video i'd watched another video and when she had dropped her video i had for some reason just because when when i usually hear her we kind of agree on a lot of things it's not like because i also come from a um not come from but i like being in a philosopher and and to an extent a psychology um i like doing that type of research from time to time and watching those types of videos so i usually have or come to similar like conclusions or even just talking points as her i don't feel like she's ever really just leading you to a specific conclusion rather than just like more of exp ex an explanation of things um i felt like for this one it was a little bit more targeted but she does um that's why i want to say she does clearly set that she might be wrong and there could be other situation in place and she's just talking about the ability of therapy speak to be weaponized but i still and but for me especially as i feel like she did it early in the video like within the first five minutes and this is an 18 minute long video she did it early where she immediately just if you can feel that she's more on the on jonah hill's ex's side Mind you, um, I don't know if I really said this. I, I didn't finish the uh, the video, but the Jonah Hill's ex quite literally said that she waited to reveal this after the the baby and everything. Because at least according to her, she didn't want to do this while the baby was there. Um, because it might be some things. However, later when she reveals more text messages, it kind of it shows that she was actually hurt more that um they couldn't that that um because they ended up they did end up breaking up but they still ended up continuing talking and then after when they're still within like when they're still talking jonas um let tries to let her know easy essentially that hey um i'm actually talking to somebody else right now it's going really well i think we're gonna start being together and i just want to let you know because i didn't want you to feel a certain type of way and whatever. And then she ends up not taking it well. And, and at least from what I can see, I can argue, you can argue that maybe that was what made her, that led her down that, down that path. But let's watch part of this Anna psychology video. I'll skip around and see where I want to go. Hi, I'm Anna, a clinical psychology doctoral intern. And today we're going to be talking about therapy speak and therapy clients have learned to communicate with other people. And tonight, I'll see you this weekend at my housewarming, right? That's a, that's a to be radically honest, a This is a TikTok where it says that therapy speaks friend. 
On further reflection, it has come to my attention that I'm no longer able to spend time with your friend group because I find them to be insufferable and quite frankly, toxic. In order for us to spend more time together, it's going to have to be one-on-one -on -one outside of them. See, I just don't think chicken parm would really... There's another one. You're serving a party that only talks in therapy speak. Fill my cup tonight. Let me connect with my inner child. Mm. Okay. She wants an egg salad. No bacon. Sorry. No bacon. Thank you for feeling comfortable to share that with... You just told your therapy speak friend that your dog died. It's me, um, but I will respectfully be withdrawing my engagement on this specific issue in order to maintain the emotional bandwidth required to keep my growth and health and well-being furthering in this current period. So I respect you to go forward with that in your own space, but I will be withdrawing my engagement Jesus in this current Christ instance when i first heard about the term therapy speak to tell you the truth i noticed some feelings of defensiveness come up for me because i was thinking i'm sure that i at some point on this channel or even with clients have given people sort of a template of how to communicate with others in a way that honors their mental health because that's a common job of therapists is to teach people how to effectively communicate with other people so i've been reflecting on what is bothersome about therapy speak and in what way it's different from just teaching people communication skills and here's what i noticed there's a malignant underbelly to therapy speak in which people use it in a very hyper individualistic way they use it in a way that feels very inauthentic and unnatural in a way in which it kind of feels like they're turning off their empathy for the person that they're speaking to and it is sometimes weaponized by manipulative people a common example of therapy speak that's been circulating in the past few years is an example of a woman named anna i'm not sure where this is from there have been articles written on it who was dumped by a friend over text message and the text message said i'm in a place where i'm trying to honor my needs and act in alignment with what feels right within the scope of my life and i'm afraid our friendship doesn't seem to fit in that framework i can no longer hold the emotional space you've wanted me to and think the support you need is beyond the scope of what i can offer informal um it's been called like the hrification of therapy speak we'll get into it a few days ago also jonah hill's ex recently came out with some texts that are allegedly from him and even within this screen she posted put a screenshot on the joint and it literally on her video and she it, it says jonah hill text messages girlfriend sarah brady abuse screenshots him in which she accuses him of being narcissistic and emotionally abusive and essentially weaponizing therapy speak so the texts go like this plain and simple if you need surfing with men boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful i am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust we'll respect you either way but these are my boundaries of this romantic relationship thanks i'd love to know before the premiere so i'm not put in a position of publicly flaunting our love if my boundaries are going to be continued to be disrespected that would be hurtful and triggering for me take some accountability and operate with respect it's that simple it's just constant and doesn't reflect she's um she's reading um she's reading the various screenshots that were posted you want to be i respect your skill and your surfing i respect how you want to present yourself i respect that you're hot and beautiful and i respect however you want to live but i also respect myself and what i'm interested in in my own and what i let into my heart and inner circle so celebrate yourself and your life however you please and you shine bright but i don't want to have to deal now you know the drill i'm not going to speculate on the character of the people involved in this i don't personally i do think she she date a little bit but it's fine know them i don't feel comfortable acting like i know them i did find these texts to be interesting in the context of therapy speak these texts talk a lot about boundaries they talk about accountability respect trust getting triggered phrasing friendships with women in unstable places to me kind of sounds a little bit like a veiled way of slut shaming but and you 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 could argue that a hundred percent a hundred percent and this is more like when i that's that's what got me because I at least for me when I think of someone who's unstable I don't think of what they're wearing I think of a a literally unstable human being whether it's uh, like a, a more emotionally or just like 
generally unstable person who would be uncomfortable to be around and you could argue could be dangerous. And that's more where I got upon it. Maybe that's just me. And they're framed in a very, I love you, but I love me more type of way. And I understand that. It's framed in a, I love you, but I love me more type of, type of way. Um, And my argument against that would be, at what point would you argue that there should, like, at what point do you think there is no, like, in a relationship, obviously, you're supposed to love each other. But is that you sacrifice the love that you should have for yourself in that as well? Which one takes priority? Well, you could argue if there, isn't, if there even is one that should take priority. Um, I don't know. I don't, and, and again, I'm not a girl, so I don't understand it personally, but I, or I won't even, I won't say I don't understand it. I get it to the, to an extent. I just don't know how it feels to feel oppressed with clothing in that manner. If that makes sense. To, for me to understand where, more where they're, you're, she's coming with this. But. When I saw these messages circulating online, I thought, on paper, there's nothing wrong with the structure of these texts. They're formulated as, these are my boundaries, please, please respect them. It's perfectly okay to set boundaries with people, to tell them what your deal breakers are, and to decide to part ways if there happens to be an incompatibility between your needs and their needs. But when we get into the content of texts like these, it gets a little bit more complicated. Because while, yes, we all have a right to set whatever boundaries we want for ourselves, for other people, I think we're getting to a place in our culture where it's considered that we don't even have to do any sort of introspection or reflection on why our boundaries are the way that they are. There's not a whole lot of, hold on, let me see, is this boundary even appropriate to have? Is this maybe a controlling boundary? Like, you know, telling someone that they can't go surfing with men when their job is to be a surf instructor? Let's think about And that's my, and that's my issue. I feel as though, like, it was... And that's what, and that's what, and like that's why I get what she meant by I don't I'm not going to even hypothesize about situations. However, I feel as though the idea of trying to take that away is is in a sense making the situation of with which nothing happened, assuming that the situation of which nothing happened, which I would argue in most relationships that wouldn't be the case, especially from just even just like looking at those messages. Because in those messages, he notes that there were actions that she did previously that were that hurt him. And she never expanded on those actions beyond saying or beyond saying, oh, he didn't like certain pictures that I posted. And I'm going to be honest, be dead ass. If I was him, then she she won't show nothing anyways, man. At least from what I've seen, the picture that she screenshot like she screenshotted a message of her asking, "Should I remove this?" And I, I at least to my knowledge, that message didn't even it didn't even have his reply on it. But it was her in a regular like it wasn't even a bikini like regular swimsuit, and the joint was just giving her a little bit of a wedgie, but she didn't have. She didn't have the, she didn't, she didn't, like, her thing wasn't thinking. Like, unfor as, as unfortunate as it is, her thing wasn't thinking. If I was Jonah Hill, I wouldn't have felt insecure. There's nothing to feel insecure for. She won't show nothing. Like, she won't hide nothing, but she won't show nothing. SMH. And then, like I said, this joint just, this, this topic more interested me to, like, do this little bit of deep dive into the therapy speak shit, just because... I number I never heard the terms therapy speak until this shit, and it hurt me because my one of my friends, my pals, my buddy, my compadre, my amigos, 
they were on the other side of this. And I, unfortunately, I never actually got to like, like, I like I'm, like people think I'd be arguing. More of the time, more often than not, I I'm more of the person that'd be trying to understand rather than um purely argue. And it and the argumentative part is just me pushing against your pushing against your idea. Because I feel as though if you feel as though your idea has credence, when I have when I ask you a question or pull an example that might make your idea or your make your what your whatever you think wrong, I feel like you should be able to defend it. If if you believe if it's as consistent as you think. And look, people do I'd be wrong all the time. I'm not, I've never been afraid to say I'm wrong. I'm like, damn. I was wrong. However, my, my thing is, is that until I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> so you're going to have to prove me wrong. See, and you must respect them. I skipped a little bit into the video a little bit. Um, framed as this, like, be-all, end-all, inherently valid. She's talking about boundaries and how it's framed. Construct, regardless of their content, that everyone must respect our boundaries or else see you later. And I think that's what I found so interesting about those text screenshots that I saw that are allegedly from Jonah Hill. It's that I do get the sense that it's kind of coming from this place of power, like these are my boundaries, X, Y, and Z, and you must respect them if you want to be with me. No sort of negotiation, no sort of flexibility there. If your boundaries are things like, you must treat me with kindness, you cannot yell at me, you have to be there when you say you're gonna be there. I think that's perfectly normal content of boundaries. But if your boundaries are more like, you can't hang out with women who party, or you can't go surfing with other men, even though you're a surf instructor, I think no matter how you... And yes, I understand that. However, I do, or I would argue that there are circumstances in which you can evaluate people's lives and you can say that based on what you, what you say that you want, whether it's in a relationship and what or just goals that you have in life in general, based on what you say you want, the actions that you are doing are unbecoming and possibly that can be due to the people who are around you. Therefore, if somebody's if if your if your significant other can point to reasonable thing for to can point to something reasonable it doesn't have to be a significant other somebody can point to something reasonable as to why you should either limit because that's what i'm saying he never even said do not hang out with them he said limit limit your interactions with them in the sense of maybe as my girlfriend you there shouldn't be the need to go out clubbing Especially with the idea that clubbing has with it. And I will say that we have to stop acting like there are not associations with all of that. Similar to how there are associations with strip clubs. And why? Because you can argue, why don't you want me to go to a strip club? Because the body, the woman body is just an, is an, is an artistic portrayal. And you are demeaning them in the sense of, of how you identify them. Right. Right. Therefore, your part, your male, your male, like your, your significant other should be able to go to the strip club because it does not, it shouldn't have anything. Like if you're about, if you have a bound, if you have an issue with them going to a strip club, then that's a boundary that you should be reevaluate. Is that what I don't understand? why that why we can't ask those types of questions structure that type of content there's going to be something questionable about it and therein lies the first issue with therapy speak it can be weaponized in order to control or manipulate or hurt other people it's not therapy speak itself that's the problem the problem becomes the way that certain people use it as a weapon therapy speak is like any other tool let's say the tool is a fork you know a fork can be used to help you eat lunch or it can be used as a weapon it's not on the fork. The fork is not created as a weapon. It's created to help you for a specific task. Hey, uh, low key. She that was a that was a gun advocacy joint. I don't know if she I don't know if she just realized what she did, but it's fine. I'm I'm gonna skip over it. I I will say if you guys do want to go through the entire video, Anna Psychology is her YouTube name. Let's talk organization of therapy speak. Overall, I do agree with the premise and the understanding that she comes and the conclusion that she comes with within this. I do think that her example of Jonah Hills was a little bit air, like ignoring of like 
even general relationship context and general texting norms maybe you could argue but ultimately i don't think her it was it was she did that purposely like she was really trying to do that i think that she actually did come at it with reasonable um like reasonably um let me see Bebe Rex. Well, we'll do the Bebe Rexa one, and then we'll we'll save the Adam Twenty Two for next one. Bebe Rexa. Be, I've never heard of her. I'm going to play. Apparently, her song "In the Name of Love," five eight three hit zone best of 2016 is what it's saying. It's made by her and Martin Garrix. Or Garrix. I'll play a little bit as I um try and find a better story. If I told you this was only gonna hurt, if I warned you that the fire's gonna burn, would you walk in? Would you let me do it first? Do it all in the name of love. This is from would six years ago, by the way. Lead you even when you're blind in the darkness. I won't lie, this is not a this is it doesn't start off bad. It sounds like a pretty good song. But um, this is from People.com, probably associated with People Magazine, yeah, yeah. Bebe Rexa shares text seemingly from boyfriend Kenyan Safari criticizing her weight and hinting at breakup. And what he says, I, I'm just going to skip though, is written by Jack Irvin. I'm not going to really get into that, but um, this is, I, I really just want to get to the post, but we'll read a little bit. Our Bebe Rexa and her boyfriend, Ke Keon Still together over the weekend. I'm good. Blue. I'm good. Blue singer songwriter shared a screenshot of a text message, seemingly sent by Safari, of our critical comments made about her recent weight gain that may have led to discussion of a breakup. Can I see the screenshots? Nope. People does not have the screenshots. All right. Let's switch to another one. All right. Bet. Pop crave was the at that it came from. Oh, uh, Twitter apparently, this is a random thing. Twitter added a community note to Ice Spice's uh, music video that was posted in which um, there's a minor who dances provocatively um, within the video. She's 16. I will say it was worse that people kept on linking all her fucking stuff, like her TikTok, her her IGs and whatnot, when they were like trying to prove that she was 16. I'm like, yes, good, good job. You basically doxed a 16 year old. Way to fucking go. But um, people are dumb. Like I liked one tweet and it didn't even like it didn't. It was just like, oh, she's sick. One of the people dancing is 16. I was like. One of the people dancing, 16, saw in the comments, found out who it was a girl on the table, moved on. People started ODing it after that. And I think, I do think that this is partially, this, isn't, this is the issue that we're going to find with the way that Twitter is going to be monetized and whatnot. And I'll talk about that later. I have not been in agreement with a lot of Elon's policies since taking over Twitter, but go. Bebe, according to Pop Crave, this is a tweet. Bebe Rexa seems to have broken up with boyfriend Keon Safari and shares texts of him calling her, calling her, call him calling out her weight gain. And I'm gonna read the text um, straight from him, and this is a screenshot that she posted. Hey, I never said you weren't beautiful, and I never said I didn't love you. In fact, I said how beautiful you are and how much I loved you. But I've always said I would be honest with you, and your face was changing, so I told so I told you it was. That was the conversation. Oh, he put dot dot dot. That was the conversation we were that we were having, and you asked because I care. Would you ra because I care? Would you have rather I lied to you? You gained thirty five pounds. Obviously, you gained weight, and your face changes. Should I just pretend it didn't happen, and just say okay? Come on. I gained three pounds and you call me chubs and fat. Doesn't mean you don't love me. 
If you're trying to find reasons to break up, this makes sense. But if it's but it's not the real reason. If you're unhappy with me slash yourself slash with life and don't see a future with us, then that's okay. And that's the reason. Don't use anything like that to weaponize your anger or anxiety or any insecurity you may have. You know, I've always found you to be beautiful and loved you no matter what. I think it's important for you to think about things and write things down. Speak to a therapist and do this retreat thing to get to the root of the problem. Let me know if you if you'd like to speak to speak if you need more clarity. Love you. Now, within that, there was a whole fucking thing. And I would say a majority of people from what I've seen was actually on his side, specifically because of the fact that she did have uh, 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 what you would say a reasonable amount of weight gain, which is 35 pounds. That's number one. Number two, she's the one that asked him if she's gained any weight, and he just responded honestly. And number three, according to him, and she has not denied it, she actually makes fun of his weight. And she pokes to the point where she pokes fun at it. Calling him chubs and fat. Now, I came, I seen here, I seen people come and attack Kiki's boyfriend's insecurities. I came, I come here, and I seen people attack Jonah Hill's insecurities. I didn't see anybody attack her insecurities. I I saw people just say that she was wrong. And that's my issue. That that's it. That's it. That's it. Like there's there's not even that much to talk about for this. Because there's a lot it, all of this was a whole the, this entire episode is a whole lot of nothing. It is just it, this episode is really about how people view insecurities from different sides of relationships and how dumb it can and how far it can fly, go down the rabbit hole because whenever like whenever like it's not a dumb insecurity and people are pushed on it and people are asked to be consistent there's no consistency all right the grander thing about all of this is that whenever there's an issue please about your relationship you got to learn how to shut the fuck up that's it that's about it like unless unless something really critical is happening I don't like the po- like whether it was Kiki's boyfriend, Jonah Hill's ex, or Bebe Rexa. None of this stuff needed to be put on social media because none of them were serious enough for, for social media. There was nothing done. There was nothing that happened. All right. I guess that's all, man. This is this is just Nana. I'm clocking out. I don't know what I'm uh. I don't know what I'm gonna title this joint, but I'm clocking out. I got, I got, I gotta go clean. All right, I got shit to do. I got shit to do too. And I'm out. That was the Just Talking Podcast.